Welcome to the Sound and Vision podcast from KEXP. I'm Roddy Nickpour. Good to be with you. Working alongside Rachel Stevens to bring you stories on this feed while Emily is on maternity leave. Of Montreal is a psychedelic indie pop project started by Kevin Barnes. They've put out more than 20 albums since their debut in 1997. How will I ever know you enough to love you if you're hiding me? Over the years, their sound has become a lot more electronic and a lot more experimental. On July 29th, Of Montreal released their latest album on Polyvinyl Records. It's called Freewave Lucifer FFF. Each of those Fs is an expletive, though, and for good reason. Kevin points out that that word, the F word, is, quote, something that we say when things are going really well or really badly. That is the chaotic despair and euphoria that you feel from Of Montreal on this record. The band's front person, Kevin Barnes, spoke with me, and their dog, Casca, was in the background, too. They started by sharing their vision for the new album. I feel like, in a lot of ways, it was sort of the sister album to the record I made before I Feel Safe With You, Trash. And on that record, I did a lot of experimenting with speeding up my voice and slowing down my voice and not really thinking about the compositions as things that would need to be reproduced live, you know, just basically painting with sound. I think with Freewave Lucifer, I was trying to do a little bit more through composition, so it's not as many like repeating sections, kind of approaching it like a collage where I would work on like a minute of music and then create another minute of music that's semi-inspired by the thing I just did. But the motivation all the time was to create something that's sort of unpredictable and exciting to hear and also like transportive. That stream of consciousness approach is something unique about this album. It's hard to follow like a specific story, but there's certainly a feeling conveyed in a lyric like, I really hope it brings you down. Even love has cold hands when logic is the enemy. There's a lot of lyrics like that throughout this album that it seemed disjointed, but I can also recognizes myself I've had days like that where I've had like a thought that leads to another thought that makes no sense to anyone else but it's worth like writing down yeah most of the lyrics are like that and I sort of the need to be cohesive you know as far as like formulating a, a sensible thought or like a thought that could be universal or so I did, wasn't worrying about that about communicating on a basic level is basically allowing myself to sing things that nobody else could understand and I can't understand either, at least not right now, but the brain has a way of creating its own sense in a way. So like for me, at least it's much easier 
to just allow the thing to have its own logic. And I think that like watching some like anime, like Paprika and Perfect Blue and those kind of uh, anime movies that they have their own internal logic and sort of realizing I could also have my own internal logic on an album. Something I think that is easy for everyone to understand. There's a lot of like romantic and sexual themes throughout all of your music. Definitely on this album with songs, and I'm going to mispronounce this. It's uh, Ofrenda Flanger Ego A Go Go. My love is prayers, tripping in psychosis, humming if I only had a brain humming. Or uh, Blab Sabbath, Lathe of Maiden. How does sexuality play into your songwriting performance? And for that matter, you know, being non-binary. It feels very liberating to not have a gender role. It's kind of like in a lot of ways, almost like a uniform that people have to put on every day. So, so I just like burn that uniform and I don't have a gender uniform. I don't have a gender identity or a sexual identity beyond just being open. And so I think that that probably does extend into my creative world and the things that I produce and can play with like different personas, become different personas. So yeah, some things are kind of, they feel kind of macho, some things feel more femme and it's fun to play around with those things. Play is like the key word, right? I think that like no matter what approach to sexuality you take, it is about playing and, and being yourself. I mean, not just yourself, but the listener can be themselves and just really play with the idea of sex. Totally. I mean, it's so much of, I mean, obviously, like with recording, it's performative and, and, um, and doing concerts and things like that and costumes that you wear, the costumes you don't wear, whatever. Like every, no matter what you do, you're saying something. No matter what you do, you're performing. So when I sort of acknowledge that in my mind and like realize like, okay, it's unavoidable. So I might as well have a, like a larger palette instead of just saying, okay, these are like the three things. These are the three archetypes that I can pull from or whatever. Just be like, yeah, the whole world is available for me through the music. make the calculation as an artist between being accessible by not offending people uh, in your lyricism and your sound versus also just expressing yourself and, and again playing experimenting well I don't I think that I've I've realized that like there's certain people that I don't mind offending I'm not really when I'm making stuff I'm not really thinking about an audience and I'm not for the most part I'm not speaking 
directly to anybody. It's just, you know, me expressing ideas that are popping out of my head. And then other people, it becomes other people's problem. <laughs> so that's something I think about too much. And, and it's kind of like, you know, you just throw a bunch of shit out there. And then if someone is like, this is wrong, this is not okay, then you're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Something that's, that is very accessible is in your last song, uh, hmm, literally H-M-M-M. <laughs> uh, one lyric that stood out to me is, when everything is effed, you knowing that you're not alone makes it even sadder. Tell me about that lyric. The song is about loss. And it's about when someone dies, someone that you love and that other people in your life love as well. I mean, obviously on some level, sharing a difficult loss is, can be helpful because you're not alone. But at the same time, the fact that other people are also feeling horrible, like you are, doesn't necessarily make it a better situation. You know, it might be better <laughs> all in all if you're the only person suffering. You're like, my mom died last year and just the way the family was grieving. And, but yeah, I was more just thinking about like the living and, and me and my family and my brother and my sisters and my dad and like how the fact that we were all sad didn't really make it better. A message, even on KXP that we say all the time, is you're not alone, right? And I think that is an important message, but I think it's important to acknowledge, as you do in the song, like that doesn't really always mean everything's okay just because you're not alone. <laughs> right. You're going on tour this fall, and for anyone listening who's not familiar, can just give us a rundown of what your live performances have been like, you know, with the, the we kind of talked about alter egos, I know the spandex, uh, you know, super interactive, and I'm just wondering, you know, obviously with pandemic, and how will these performances be the same, or how would they be different? And maybe there's new ways to kind of express your creativity on stage. You know, like it is sort of like a Fellini circus, and we want to have all of these different elements coming in during uh, the course of the show. Often I'll do like costume changes and sometimes I'll like do a drag thing. And so, yeah, it's pretty theatrical and colorful, psychedelic, and it's a lot of fun. And I think of it as it's connected to the albums, but it's its own thing as well. So like when we go on tour, you know, we can play songs from all the different albums and, and sort of reimagine certain things. And, and it's kind of interesting in that way, like a song from like the first album right up next to a song from the new album and, and just and kind of just like feeling the energy of, of the things and see how they interact together and uh, see how they're different and see how they're, they're the same or similar. It's kind of fun to, just to like to see like the weird blend that happens when we pull from different uh, phases in the band's career. So the last real question here is like, um, what's next? I mean, I, you're so prolific, so I'm wondering, are you already working on new music or are you going to take the tour and then take a beat? What's what's going on for you? Um, so yeah, I have started working on a new record and we're, so we're planning on moving to New England next year. I would like to make one more record in, my, in this home studio before we leave. 
So that will be my focus uh, once the touring is done. My daughter is, is graduating from high school and she's trying to decide what she wants to do, but she definitely doesn't want to stay in Georgia either. So she wants to go to New York. So I'd rather, I want to be like close to her as well. So yeah, mainly it just kind of feels like it'll be a fun change, you know, to like get out of, of like a little rut and start a new chapter in my life. I think it'd be cool to like have uh, a house that's sort of in the forest and just kind of like be able to wander around the forest every day and just kind of like live that outdoors life a little bit more and like go skiing more. I started getting into snow skiing a couple years ago and so it'd be fun to do that all winter and, and just do winter things and because Georgia is like very much just like summer all 12 months. <laughs> There's like a few months of it being kind of cold, but it never snows and it can kind of feel like the same day every day. So I think it'd be cool to like have like four very distinct seasons. Cool. Thank you, Kevin, for taking the time to talk about uh, your new album and the tour. And uh, we're excited to hear more. Yeah, thank you. My pleasure. That was Kevin Barnes of, of Montreal. They're going on tour across the U.S. this fall. You can check the tour dates on their website of Montreal.net. Sound and Vision, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review the show in your podcast app. Also remember that KEXP is a listener-powered service, whether it's on the air, online, or in your community. So please consider leaving a one-time gift of $20 on the way out. Your support goes a long way. I'm Roddy Nickpour. Thanks for listening. It's really fun to, like, to put it all together. Sorry, I'm going to let my dog outside because she's crying.